Hi, Art Hustlers. Before we start the show, I just want to let you know that this will be the last episode of the Art Hustler Studio. Sad. Oh my god, I'm gonna cry. (laughs) I have had the best time hosting this show. I have learned so much and I'm so grateful for everyone who has listened and who has shared the show with their friends. I so appreciate the support that you guys have shown me. A big shout out and thank you to all of the guests of the show. I could not have done it without your support and thank you for believing in something that didn't have a tangible result at the time. But as of now, I am moving over to a new show. You can find me at the Hacker Noon podcast where I am talking to tech influencers about techie related things. So go listen to me over there. And this is not goodbye forever. It's just goodbye for now. I will be starting another show again in the future. But for now, you can find me at the Hacker Noon podcast. Thank you very much and on with the episode. Hi, this is Amy and you're listening to the Art Hustler Studio, the podcast for artists. I'm on a journey to find out how artists take their creative hobbies and make money moves. Join me week after week as I talk to different artists about their art, how they got started, and what it took to turn their creative hobbies into their careers. Hey guys, what's up and welcome back to the Art Hustler Studio. I hope everyone is doing amazing and we are entering the summer months and vaccine time. So I hope everyone is getting vaccinated and is living their best COVID-free lives. Cannot wait. Today I am back to bring you another solo episode. This time I'm talking to you about imposter syndrome and facing those feelings. So I think this is a very prevalent topic to discuss because I think a lot of artists are internalizing a lot of feelings and maybe feeling like things are your fault or that you are not good enough to be an artist or that other people are better than you. So I am here to tell you today that those feelings are false and give you some tools and tricks to combat those feelings and tell you that you're not alone. A lot of people face this too. I was actually reading this study that said that 70% of people face imposter syndrome at some point in their lives, which means 7 out of 10 people are feeling just like you are, including me. So I want to tell you about some of my experiences with imposter syndrome um, so that you kind of have a better understanding of where I'm coming from from this situation. I have had a long experience with imposter syndrome. I remember feeling it as a teenager. I feel it as a young adult. I continue to feel it now and every day. (laughs) So I remember one of my earliest experiences being in New York City and pitching a product that I was selling at the time in a high-rise, in a financial firm to a CTO and feeling like, I have no idea what I'm talking about. I don't know what I'm doing. This person is a CTO. He knows so much more than me. I'm literally 20 years old and I don't know what I'm talking about. And I just remember feeling so 
scared that he would find out that I was a fraud. I was scared he was going to ask me a question that I didn't have the answer to that would expose me as being stupid or not intelligent. So I get a physical sensation almost too when I have these really intense feelings of imposter syndrome it makes me want to vomit or it makes me feel nauseous and I feel like someone is sitting on my chest and that's just one of the side effects I guess of me feeling like I'm not good enough or that other people are are going to find out that I'm not smart this is definitely true for myself but I think that a lot of artists have the tendency to be perfectionists meaning that they set their bars extremely high for themselves and they expect a certain quality standard out of everything that they do even when they're just learning something for the first time um, they expect themselves to be experts in the field at everything and if they don't meet 100% of their goals they feel like failures. Ooh. Was that a big call-out for you? <laughs> Sorry. Big wake-up call for me because I really feel this and um, I think that I am definitely a perfectionist. I try and make everything that I do perfect and every project that I do 100% great and when it's not, I feel like it's not worth it or that it's a failure and this is especially true for me when I learn new things. If I am learning something new and I don't do it perfectly in the first few times that I try it, then I feel like I'm just going to quit or this is not for me <laughs> because I, I feel like I have a hard time feeling like a fraud in any kind of area because of imposter syndrome. But of course, in the times when I have persevered and challenged myself and pushed past that uncomfortable feeling of not knowing, that's when I've thrived and I've learned so much and I have become a better person because of that. So getting yourself out of that mindset is super important so that you can continue to grow and learn and be open to new experiences. I think as artists, we also have the tendency to be kind of like a soloist where we want to do everything by ourselves and it's my project and no one else is going to touch it and I'm not going to ask for help from anybody. But that's another area that we often get trapped in because not asking for help can silo you in a container or can prevent you from growing and learning as well because you're not getting expert advice or you're not leaning on a support system to help you to achieve greater success. So that's another area that you can watch out for. Um, so yeah, it's a really challenging feeling to combat and I want to talk about some other examples of imposter syndrome that you might be facing too to jog your memory of these uncomfortable feelings. But it could be when in a work setting you feel like there are people in the room who know more than you and so you're afraid to speak up or give your ideas or um, you're afraid that to ask a question because you think that people will think it's a stupid question or you are just afraid to be heard in general and you kind of slink away to the corner of the room. Uh, another example could be from school where you don't feel comfortable sharing your ideas with the group project or you don't answer the teacher's questions because you're afraid to speak out in class. Another really topical example could be not applying for a gallery position that you want because you're 
you think that your art is not good enough or being in a gallery and looking around the room and thinking that your art is not as good as everyone else's or that you're not a real artist because you don't do this or or whatever the case might be um and though those feelings are really internal based and i want to talk also about some ways that you can combat imposter syndrome but also just address it and make sure and find out where these feelings are coming from because I think a lot of imposter syndrome feelings are based on things that are not true and and these are things that you've internalized so a great way for me to combat these feelings and something that I frequently ask myself is who told you that you're doing a bad job or who has actually given you negative feedback and furthermore if it's true negative feedback and um it's done in a a nice uh comprehensive way take that feedback and roll with it and make it better and face it head on Uh, but a lot of times i think that not someone is not actually giving you negative feedback you're just making it up in your head and saying like oh i'm not as good as that person or i don't i'm not an expert in this field or this is not real art i think we have a tendency to downplay our actual uh skills and level of confidence and so being able to face that head on and just asking yourself who's actually told you that you're doing a bad bad job is a really big tool that I like to use to snap myself out of it. But if you're still facing these feelings, some other things you can do include talking to your friends and family and your mentors and just double checking in with them, having a good support system that will back you up and say, no, you are doing a great job. You are a queen. You are doing phenomenal and we love and support everything that you do is so essential and so helpful. I would be nowhere without my friends and my family and my mentors and my therapist to tell me that I am still doing a good job even when I feel like I'm not. The other, another thing you can do is recognize your expertise and know that you do know what you're doing and know that you probably know a lot more than other people do and know that even if you don't even if you're not the smartest person in the room about a certain topic, that you bring other things to the table that that person can never bring because of your past experiences. No one's experience lines up directly with yours. And so you have unique values and thoughts and opinions to bring to the table that maybe someone else would never have thought about. Another thing that you can do is make a list. I love lists. You can make a list of all of the accomplishments that you've done in the past that you're proud of and read this list when you're feeling imposter syndrome to help you combat that and remind yourself that you are doing well and that you do have accomplishments that you are achieving and you have a reason to be proud of the accomplishments that you've done so far and no reason to think that you are doing poorly in the current day or that you will do poorly in the future. Another way to combat imposter syndrome is simply to change your thinking and redirect your mindset. So when you do feel this way, you can pause, ask yourself, who told me that I'm doing a bad job and retrain your mind to think in a more positive way. Uh, One thing you can do in this kind of situation is 
positive affirmations. So tell myself I am worthy and I know what I'm doing and I have a lot of experiences that have led me up to this point that have provided expertise in a different form. So that is another thing you can do. The final thing I would recommend is talking to an expert. I am a huge advocate of therapy and mental well-being and so if you are really truly feeling down in the hole and you're feeling like everyone is better than you or that uh, you have nothing to offer or know where you're going talk to a expert get a psychiatrist to talk to you it is so not a big deal anymore and um, the perception around therapy is becoming so much better so please go talk to an expert um, because there's no shame in getting help and you know at the end of the day let me just remind you again that you are doing a great job that you are an expert in your field you are an expert in your own experiences and you do have something to bring to the table you can do this and you should share your ideas because you do have good ideas. And if they're not good ideas, your ideas will become better as you share them, as you grow. And you can just remember that we all start from the bottom somewhere and we are all learning. We are all humans on this journey together and we will continue to learn as a human species and it's okay to admit that you are wrong or that you are still growing and commit to learning and to a better future for yourself. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much, Art Hustlers. I so appreciate everything that you have done and all of the listen and support that you've brought to the show. We could not have done it without you. I'm so proud of everything that we have accomplished together, and I hope to hear from you again soon. Thank you so much. Bye. And that's the episode for this week. Thanks so much for listening. If you like this episode, please leave a rating, review, and hit that follow button wherever you're listening. It would mean a lot to me. You can also find the podcast on Instagram and Facebook at The Art Hustlers or visit our website at thearthustlers.com. And since that's a wrap, I will talk to you again next week.